from Thirteen Bullets by David Wellington. He looked right into her, and then he said, In a second, I'm going to ask you if you're okay. Your answer is extremely important. If you can keep fighting, or at least keep running, you have to say yes. Otherwise, we have to run away and let them win this one. Now, are you okay? This is Gothic. The Gothic Podcast is a horror and humor actual play audio drama. As such, it contains material, including our jokes, that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So, anybody know the CR of a white dragon? A billion. I hope it's not a billion. A billion would be a little high, I think. Which uh, which category? White dragon? We're talking young, old, ancient. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I need a few. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I need a few of them for a group of eighth level characters. I run a uh, a monthly musketeers game. On. Um, I know. I've been looking at that and want to jump in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we have a space open for the one that is on. Oh, tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> There might be white dragons involved. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is not just a variant of the white Russian. Yeah. Oh, man. I bet that exists, though. The white dragon, the drink. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. I need to look that yeah. up now. Yeah. But I, in that train of thought that has now become derailed, um, <laughs> I, back when we first started this podcast, I would, that's what I drank while we were recording was white Russian. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, then, I mean, this is knowledge I had, but I forgot it somewhere along the way, I guess, or just like my white Russians, is that milk messes up your voice when you're doing recordings. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so you shouldn't do milk-based drinks while you're doing a podcast. Don't do milk, kids. Not even yeah. once. <laughs> don't, don't podcast and milk, kids. <laughs> well, Sojourners, here we are. It's Wednesday night, so we must be recording. And we find ourselves on Wednesday Station. There, that four-ringed space station with its central mass of asteroid stone that has been converted into large greenhouses that we now know, at least the main one, is growing something other than hothouse flowers. It seems to be growing xenomorphs. And Maisie, having just fled out of that, having discovered this dark secret of Wednesday Station, has bumped into Jules, and, well, lo and behold, they've been chatting a bit about the things that have happened to them, and have decided that perhaps the best way to escape Wednesday Station, well, at least that's Maisie's goal, who knows what Jules's goals are, but the best way is to make their way down through the crowded sections of the central mass of the station rather than going through the greenhouse and risking encountering the xenomorphs and the black-garbed containment teams that wield their flamethrowers with such abandon. Meanwhile, in another part of the station, the north ring of Wednesday Station, we have Axel who has just crashed down through the ceiling of the offices of Commander Luther Winscombe. Winscombe. And although it is Axel who lands on the floor, it is L.J. Bradley who stands up and faces who he recognizes to be Chris Luther, one of the lost from Macon, Missouri, in the contemporary now. Sojourners, if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to seasons one and two of the Gothic Podcast. Let's begin there. LJ, what do you do? Yeah, dude. Um, 
do I know what, how much of Axel do I know? Uh, you have all those memories coming back, all the memories that Axel has access to. You know okay. that there are some as well. This is something even Axel may not know, but you know that there are some memories there that are black, just blank spaces that are not accessible to you at the moment. You might be able to force your way into those, LJ, but you're also standing in front of Chris Luther. Dude, I know you. What the? Uh, who are? And he's reaching for a button on the uh, desk. It's okay. I'm not here to harm you. The creatures are here to harm all of us. Roll manipulate someone. Man, I love Monster of the Week. <laughs> um, I have any specials? Oh, not for that, but I still got good charm. Five plus three is eight. On a seven to nine on manipulate someone, they'll do what you want. In this case, tell me if I'm wrong. What you want is for them not to call security and to listen to what you have to say. Hear me out, dude. <laughs> Hear me out, dude. <laughs> what he says is, uh, who are you? And what are you doing in my office? All right, man. Here's the, here's the story. Um, I'm known as Axel. Uh, we got to find a way to escape these creatures that are all over the station. You obviously know about it. Where and how do we find Chauncer? What? what Chauncer? Creatures? And he, he frowns a moment. He goes, I knew it. I knew he was doing something that uh, was creatures. Listen, what are you talking about? There are about? alien life forms on board the station. They're all over the place. I just saw one back in the, in the lift. Is Kajay in on this? Of course he is. Of course he is. He turns and he kind of turns away from you and um, he starts pacing back and forth, but he did not hit the button calling security. And he says, yes, of course. Uh, of course Kajay's in on it, but, but Chaucer is, Chaucer is Sojourner. Uh, Kajay's working for Sojourner Unlimited then. He turns back and, and uh, looks at you. Who do you work for? Honestly, I don't know, dude. <laughs> and maybe at that point, I will start to pick through those dark memories. Okay. I like try and focus on that again. Act under pressure. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's 12. Oh, nice. <laughs> one of them breaks open. One of those memories does. It almost just looks like it's black shards of glass shattering. And then behind it is the memories that were hidden. What are you looking for specifically? I don't know. Find a way to... Oh, is it... What are you thinking of uh, when you, you find the first of those blocked memories? Well, more related to the question he asked. Okay. Who do I work for? Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to your mind blow of the evening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a scene, LJ, Axel. There's the sound of plasma rifles going off in the background of this scene. You're in a shuttle bay, though, an escape shuttle bay of a ship, though a pity, you know, and there is fighting going on all over the ship. You are in a, a bubble of calm, though. Uh, you were brought here by someone, a passenger on the ship, Jewels. I was brought by Jules. <laughs> yes. You were brought by Jules. And you, you are there as she is messing with your memories. She is reprogramming you to obey her and to follow certain directives. Hide and watch and find out. And then she says... Well, that's a good boy. And there's my Jules impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's a good boy. She then gets onto the escape shuttle and closes the hatch of a cryo chamber. And shortly thereafter, it launches. That's the memory that comes to you there. What do you do? Do I know Jules's affiliation? You know... Jules's affiliation as as Axel that she is the lunch lady on board Wednesday station. That's all that Axel knows from here. But on the Wapiti, 
she was a passenger, but a passenger that seemed to have a fair bit of clout. She seemed to go wherever she wanted to, but you didn't interact with her all that much on the Wapiti. But no known, like, link to Sojourner, uh, rebel groups, whatever it might be. No memory of that. No uh, particular links to Sojourner or um, Cain Lazarus that you know of currently with the current memories that you have access to. Okay. So with those memories, then, I would say, um, dude, I'm kind of unaffiliated. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a private nomad. Uh, no, that's not what I want to say. Hold on. <laughs> he says Too that all in character. Now. All in character. He says that I'm a nomad. Wait, that's not what I meant to say. Um, no, dude, I'm unaffiliated. It's I know a lot of things though, and if you'll allow me, I can show you. Is there a terminal nearby? I can start walking towards it and try to access it. Uh, there is one on his desk. May I use the terminal on your desk? I think this probably requires another manipulate someone. Okay. <laughs> Charms, my good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thirteen. Oh, good lord! Dang it, LJ. You are <laughs> you are one manipulative sob. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now he is he is obviously distracted at the moment. He is putting some things together himself, and so he just sort of motions to the terminal. Okay. Which is fancier than the ones you've been using. This is like a full-on holographic terminal. It's, it's like you just touch the desk where you would for a keyboard, and then a screen pops up, and... It's not even melted with acid. It's so fancy. Yeah, and it's not melted with acid. <laughs> your systems are, uh, are fully compatible with this keyboard, though. Excellent. I, I would go from what I know. There's like some kind of connection to or line cable that I can stretch out from my arm and just like connect right into the terminal. You do notice though, as you are doing more axle things, the LJ-ness starts to fade into the background. Right. So LJ would stop talking like this and then eventually <laughs> become more axle. But you can try to hold on to it if you want, LJ. Okay. Okay. I, I gotta start doing this though to just kind of show what I have in my memories of any of the alien encounters that I have come across, as well as the, um, the, the Marines that were fighting them down in the tunnels, in the, in the other access points as well. Give me a ComTech, but with two fewer dice than normal, because you are LJ primarily here. Oh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, no successes. <sighs> You're having trouble interfacing. You shouldn't be, but there's something wrong with this terminal. It's got a layer of, not protection, but a layer of interception on it. You would need to bypass that before you can connect and show the memories you need to. What do you do? There seems to be some kind of something blocking me. I can't access anything. He comes over and he starts to type on it. He's able to get into his stuff. He's saying, I'm not, uh, there's nothing I'm not seeing anything. Hold on. Let me run a let me run a deeper scan. And he starts doing that. Uh, LJ, you're slipping away. You need to make an act under pressure to try to stay. Uh, seven. Oh, barely. I want an experience. You can maintain your connection here to awareness. However, to do so, you're going to have to give over any of Axel's abilities. Or... You can maintain your connection here, but there is going to be a, an unintended metaphysical side effect. Or you can maintain your connection, but because you are currently hooked into the system as Axel, it's going to short out the entire grid. Uh, I'll go, uh, I'll take B. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will go with the metaphysical quirk. Oh, I didn't say quirk. Oh, I know you didn't say quirk, but that's how I'm picturing it in my head for now. Okay. How does this, how does this feel to you, uh, Axel, LJ? <laughs> LJ, Axel? How does this feel when, as you fight your way to maintaining hereness? How does it feel? What's this make you feel like? It's kind of like a pull and tug. It's like the two, the two different um, identities are like 
like tugging back and forth with each, with each other, but LJ just kind of like holds on and just is like, just let me stay. I can help. I, I know a little bit more of what we need to do. And then you hear a third voice in your head, LJ. It's the voice of Lazarus Kane. Oh, <laughs> shit. Ah! What? Ah, there you are. I'm coming now. I shall see you soon. <laughs> oh, no. We got to go. We got to go now. <laughs> the bad guys are on their way. Um, as I just like stare at Luther, Chris, Wiscom. Meanwhile, in another part of the station, Maisie and Jules, have you begun moving down um, through the other access tunnels, the, re- the regular tunnels uh, that uh, lead down deeper into the center mass of the station? Or are you still chatting there in your shadowed space? If I recall correctly, Jules wanted to swing by the um, ca- cafeteria. <laughs> What's the other word for that? The more <laughs> official one. Uh, and, and pick up some cookies. <laughs> For, for, for bribery pur- purposes. <laughs> Cookies requires going all the way back down the uh, main spoke to the elevators and then going up the elevators into the north ring and going to the commissary and getting things from the commissary and then coming all the way back with all of its inherent risks of being noticed by security. Oh, goodness, that's a lot of ends. Yes, in retrospect, perhaps we should just take our chances. Oh, fine. Sans cookie. I suppose, but they were really good cookies. Oh, I I know. They were the oatmeal ones this week, weren't they? Mmm. Wonderful raisins, too. Really fresh this time. You you don't get juicy raisins in space anymore. Oh, or they're too juicy. (laughs) Am I right? Too sticky. You make your way down the stairs using the stair access rather than the freight elevators or the circular ramps that lead deeper into uh, what is really considered down here in the center mass. Pretty soon uh, you are finding yourself, there's plenty of people moving around, Uh, there's technicians, there's essentially dock workers in these tunnels, too, uh, going on or off shift. Uh, but finally, you do come to the, the main warehousing areas, because this is where a lot of the scientific uh, equipment is unloaded, a lot of the bigger equipment is unloaded, a, a, just a lot of things for the uh, station are unloaded in bulk here. Now, this is the warehousing level. Below this level is the essentially port level where those more restricted ships, military ships, uh, supply vessels, that sort of thing, dock. So you're at the upper of these two levels. You're wanting to get to that lower one where the dropship from the Wapiti is, according to information that Jules gained, and where Maisie was hoping to catch a ride on any old ship. <laughs> but you are about to make your way across an area where there are also several security folk. And as people enter and exit this, there is a spot where security is doing a cursory check of credentials. So how do you play this? I still have like a, um, like a maintenance personnel disguise. It's not great, but now I'm with the lunch lady. So, <laughs> a guard approaches. Oi, what's up? Oh, does that mean your credentials said? Roy. I love when you do. This is my favorite voice that you do. It's the best one. Can you do it for every NPC? <laughs> every NPC is not going to talk like this one. <laughs> yes, I present the custodial badge, which I have. All right. Oh, that's a good one there. Looks nice. Uh, turns it back and forth. Um, all right, let me just scan it real quick. You know how it works. Beep. Remind me, this is a real ID, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me go look at my notes. I just have it in my inventory. It is an ID that does not have Maisie Milo's name on it. It's a stolen identification card, or custodial badge, rather. I had used it to get into the dome in the first place. How about give me a command roll? <laughs> Sure. 
<laughs> okay. Hold on. Did we have enough time that we would have gone down a stress level hanging out together? Yes. Okay. It's <laughs> zero successes. <laughs> I got like four fives, but no sixes. <laughs> All right, Jules, would you like to help? Sure. Do you want me to make a command roll as well? Um, do you have command? I do. Okay, if you have command, then you just are automatically able to add a die. It wasn't a success. <laughs> he's scanning this, and he's frowning, because this ID is really meant to get you into places where you have to slide it through the scanner, not where somebody's going to compare the information on it to <laughs> you standing there, Maisie. And... This guy is uh, starting to look very suspicious. Um, do either of you wish to do anything about this? Uh, goodness. Uh, I mean, this is a lot of fun, but Jules is kind of done messing around. <laughs> oh, goodness, dear. I suppose, I suppose it's time for us to move on. Um, here, scan mine. She's with me. And Jules will hand her hand uh, the guard her real pass, as it were. Oh. This one is, of course, not the actual real pass, <laughs> but it's the real one for the levels of access that Jules might need on board um, Wednesday Station. He scans it, and his eyes widen, and he goes, Oh, so sorry, ma'am. I uh, uh, didn't mean to uh, delay you at all here. Uh, off you go. Right on. Move right along with you. Didn't need anything. Oh, it's an easy mistake. We'll just be moving on, then. So you're able to pass right on by, Maisie. Yeah, <laughs> yes, thank you, Sonny. Like side-eye jewels as soon as we're past the guy. You are now in the warehouse level. I am guessing you wish to make your way lower? Uh, yes, but keep going. As you do so, we return back up to the offices of Luther Wiscombe. Get out of here. Where are we? Look. You said there are creatures on board. I I believe this. I know there's something going on, and I know it has something to do with Dr. Chaucer's obsession with bringing down Cain Lazarus. But what what is going on here, lad? So much, dude. <laughs> do you have any idea of the other life forms that are in this universe? Dude, I'm talking about aliens. You mean like microbes and such? Or do you mean like, uh, you know, like alien plants? Or do you mean the myths and, and rumors about uh, creatures, uh, you know, about monsters in the dark? Well, right here, right now, they're not myths. If I can access, if I can find a way to access a terminal, I can show you. But I don't think we have time. We need to go now. Wait, I have a, I have a pad in my desk, if that would work. Bring it, let's go. Well, I no, I, I mean, we're safe in here. I can lock the doors, but you haven't told me what the... I got well, in here If there was the a ceiling. threat of monsters on board, and he obviously has a hard time saying, you know, the word monsters, then, one, the alarms would be going off because someone would have spotted such. Oh, please let the alarms go off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Downstairs at this very moment. All I'm telling you is I found a way to get into your office through the ceiling. They can too. They were in the elevator shafts. I've seen them. We need to go now. They are aware of them. The, the, the Marines, the Sojourners, they're aware. We need to go. I'm Sojourner. I rep. Look, boy. Look, lad. Uh, here's the situation. I know that on paper, Wednesday Station is a decommissioned Sojourner facility, but it's not. I am fairly high up in, in, in the Sojourner hierarchy. I just am not high enough up to find out what it is that Chaucer and Kajay are doing specifically, or rather I've been ordered not to, but it's been bothering me because I know that people have been disappearing on board my ship. And it's not just ones who have gone off hitching a ride on another vessel or, or whatever without um, being put on the manifest. It's, this has more to do with Lazarus Kane at this point. We need to find jewels. I don't under... Lazarus Kane. The Kane Lazarus Corporation 
is not here. It's here. This is run again. I I can't quite emphasize this enough. This is not a Cain Lazarus operation. This is a Sojourner operation. Dude. And that's probably more than I should even be telling you since I don't know who you are. Dude's not listening, man. <laughs> In his head, he's like, dude's not listening. What can I do? Um... <laughs> he has pulled his uh, pad out of the desk now, along with what looks like a small energy pistol. Oh, excellent. Is he moving that in a threatening manner? No, he, he actually uh, puts it into his pocket. Here, we don't have much time, though, and I'll try and like connect up to the pad and like bring up a memory of what I've seen in the elevator coming here. The pad proves to be no issue for you. Okay. Suddenly images start flickering across the screen. Uh, but one of those is not from the memories that you are currently showing, but rather of a confrontation that Axel was witness to on the Wapiti between Jules and Jin Kaje. Kaje is saying, I know who you work for. Oh, and I know who you work for, too. And it's not Cain Lazarus. Oh, then you know probably too much. I never wanted this to happen, but, uh, well, I never wanted any of this to happen in this room, which is a, um, not the command center, but it is obviously an operational control center of some sort. There are a lot of video cameras going in here, and the cameras are showing scenes of horror across the Wapiti. In one of them, we see Marines shooting their way back down a hallway. In another, we see someone, maybe they were a person at one point, being torn apart by a xenomorph. In another, we see Ray Tanaka yelling commands, it seems. We don't hear anything um, over these. These are all muted. Trying to drag someone injured away from the place where they fell, and there's just blood everywhere. In another, we see a med bay, and uh, we see Wild Bill on a medical table. It just seems like this all over the ship. It wasn't supposed to get out of hand like this, but uh, it will do. Anyway, it is time uh, for you to go. And he pulls a gun on you, Jules. What do you do in this memory of Axel's? <laughs> I know, right? Oh, goodness. So dramatic. But I'm afraid this is not going to work. You see, I've already been in here once before, and that pistol no longer has any charge, as it were. So you can just point it wherever you'd like it. No concern of mine. Without hesitating, he lifts it up and pulls the trigger as it is pointed at your head. Jules, roll. Give me a mobility. Uh, mobility. Oh, that is. You can have a plus two. Oh, now that's better. Because of, um, it's not you trying to sneak now. It was you trying to sneak before when you weren't suspected of anything. All right. Well, that is uh, one success at least. The gun fizzes and he scowls. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. But I did need it for this one. And then she pulls out a gun and pulls the trigger right in the abdomen. You know, a dainty little gun. Something easy to conceal, but... Holy cow. Nice. Roll close combat. I'm sorry. Range combat. It feels like close combat, but... It's ranged even if you're a foot away. Uh, that is a lot of fives, but no sixes. Would you like to push your roll? No one has pushed this entire season. That's true. <laughs> sure. Uh, you do add one stress immediately. Yeah, I'm at zero stress. Now's the time. Uh, yeah, there's two successes there. He wasn't suspecting that. He takes his blast. He staggers back and falls to the floor. But you, Jules, realize it's time for you to go. But man, it'd be nice if you had some eyes and ears here on the ship still. Mm-hmm. And you turn, and there is the artificial being, that strange one that they had created as a teenager called Axel. Oh, well, hello there, young man. Turns out you're just the person I need. That will be a fade away from that 
memory and video. Can I shake my head a little bit and try and see if I can force <laughs> just a few big images of the aliens that were seen there? And then maybe <laughs> I want to. Th- I'm I'm still thinking about Lazarus Kane though, so that might pop to the forefront instead and show who he is. You were able to see those in that as, as it was being broadcast onto the pad, and Wiscom is was staring at it. Just watched the whole thing and goes, "What has he brought to my station?" All right, let's go. We need to assemble the security teams. We need to get into the greenhouse and find out what's going on once and for all. And he heads for the door. In any of my scans, have I seen, like, any sign of where, uh, like, a central area of where the aliens might be originating from? Or I could take it and on the go do that? That's not going to be information that you're probably going to be able to access from... Right, because LJ's like, um, Siri, uh, can you play... (laughs) Some Despacito. <laughs> Despacito for me. The entire station just starts playing Despacito. Yeah, so Wiscom is headed out the door already, awesome. and he is reaching for his personal radio that he has on his hip, and he is already calling for his head of security and for a uh, general alert to go out. Excellent. Down in the depths of the center mass, suddenly... As you are about to enter the hangar bay area, the port area, such as it is, red lights come on, and a pre-recorded alert goes out. All hands, please make your way as quickly as possible to your chambers or shelter in place. This is a terrorism situation. This is a terrorism situation. All hands, please return to your chambers. Or shelter in place. What do you do? Say, Jules. Oh, yes, dear. What was it that you showed that young man back there? Oh, well, I'm afraid I have friends in high places, and and maybe turns out the cooking is as much as I love it. It's it's really more of a hobby than my true career. What's what's really, I'd take a, you know, subtle step, maybe a little bit further away. What's really going on down here? Do you know? Oh, I have some idea, unfortunately, and it's it's rather unpleasant. I was, uh, well, I'm shocked to hear that maybe you don't know. I'd assumed you know more than you were letting on. Oh, I know. The central dome is covered in crawling, jumping, shiny things. Monsters. Hmm. And it can't have been set up overnight. Giant grasshoppers. Giant grasshoppers. Big, enormous... Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it, it it was created intentionally, it looked like. Oh, yes. I do believe someone is very much determined to, uh, to do some things they ought not, as it were, with these vile creatures. They put them to ill use, I'm afraid. T- to what use? Oh, well, you see, they're very dangerous, and... Should something like that be set loose? Mm. Say one's enemy, someone you don't like? Heavens. Hmm. I expect that would be rather dangerous. Oh, I suspect it would too. <laughs> We're like eyeballing each other. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the old lady stare down. <laughs> Security teams are starting to uh, move through the uh, port area, making sure that Everybody is headed toward a secure location. They're going to be upon you shortly. Look around and see if I can figure out which way would be the best exit. I'm feeling like the net's closing in a little bit, and I'm just like, ugh. Oh, it definitely feels like that. Well, there is the way you came. No, thank you. Uh, There are other passages that go up higher again into the core of the station. Nothing goes down lower except for the airlocks uh, and uh, bays that connect to the visiting ships, the unloading ships. So, I mean, you could still make your try to make your way for a ship. I think, too, I'm in kind of one of those situations where I'm like, well, as long as she's walking in that direction, I'll keep walking in that direction. Is Jules walking in any direction? Sure, she'll continue walking. Like, as much as I love this little tete-a-tete we have going on, um, I think we should keep moving. Hmm, yes, indeed. Unless there's something you want to share while we're walking. 
It's more, I had the same question for you. Well, well, you see, I suppose you could say I know who you work for! (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I think that's part of the problem, though, is I don't know that she knows for certain. Jules, you would have done background checks pretty much on everybody, and a bit more thorough background checks on people that you were very suspicious of, which would have included Maisie here in this case. Maisie, what is a Maisie secret from your past that would have been on the record somewhere, but that you you wouldn't necessarily like people knowing? You mean like my prison's prison record? There you go. <laughs> Pretty good size one. So expand, please? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason why uh, Maisie arrived on the station with literally what she could carry and uh, why she hoards stuff, um, is that that's all she, all she had when she got out. And uh, she doesn't know what she'll need to take with her into the future and has been feeling kind of stuck here on the station. So she's just been trying to collect herself and, uh, and get back on her feet. What were you in prison for? I, I sabotage the ore refinery. Do you feel that as, you know, as an avatar of uh, Grace, you would have probably targeted Kane Lazarus rather than one of the other corporations? Probably so. Jules, you, were, you would have been able to find Maisie's prison mm-hmm. record um, with definite anti-Kane Lazarus sentiments. Uh, as we're walking and talking and Jules is, uh, oh, I, I'm, I'm afraid you must understand that I'm suspicious by nature. It comes with the territory, as it is. But uh, you unfortunately fit a profile that many would not look for, but I do. You see, you're very unassuming, unsuspecting, as it were, and yet you're in a perfect position to observe things. Also, it seems like your past, well, you may have a grudge against a certain corporation. Hmm. And if... Say the enemy of said corporation was looking for an operative here. You, 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 my dear uh, friend, would fit that profile quite nicely. So I need to make sure that's not what's happening. I need to make sure that you're not in the employ of uh, someone that would um, make us become less friendly. Maisie just walks along in silence for a while, and her kind of like, you know, spine like a question mark, like, kind of posture straightens up a little bit with uh, everything that Jules is saying and it's just like, if you mean that I detest the Cain Lazarus Corporation with every bone in my body and if I got a chance to do it again, I would then you're correct. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, what if I told you? Maybe we could work out a deal. What kind of deal? No, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, those, uh, those little critters that are now on the station I think that uh, Cain Lazarus had hoped to use them, as had their enemy. But the problem is they seem to have a mind of their own, and they seem quite dangerous for both sides. Mm. I think it's best that nobody gets them. Indeed. So I could use your help in making sure that uh, the Cain Lazarus Corporation, in this case, doesn't get exactly what it wants. Well, of course. um, I would hesitate to leave anything in the hands of that group. And yes, if what you suspect is correct, it's easier to man bulldozers and earth movers and kick colonists off their soil than it is to handle wild animals. What did you have in mind? I'm afraid it involves us destroying this whole station. Oh, that's rather drastic, don't you think? Mm. But it does seem to be infested. It's drastic times, drastic measures and all of that. Walking along next to her, just like, thinking about it a little bit, looking vaguely into the middle distance. No, I'm, like, picturing them, both of them, like, in their head are just, like, off, like, on a pathway through a park next to a river, and it's, like, a normal thing, just these two old ladies talking, oh, yeah, we're gonna have to blow up the station. Oh, no worries, no big deal. Of course, we're gonna have to blow up the station. Obviously. Blow up the station. (laughs) (laughs) Jules, you know that during a terrorism lockdown, all of the doors essentially are going to lock here shortly, only accessible, only passable by by security team pass cards, which Maisie's isn't. Yours could, maybe might work. Uh, you're not entirely certain of that. Uh, you have high-level Sojourner Unlimited access with this card, but 
for instance, the doors into the greenhouse would not open for you. So there are definite levels that you're you're not going to be able to use the uh, card uh, to get through. So we need to get into a room somewhere. Preferably one where we're not locked in there with nothing that we can do from there. A specific room. Yeah, I'd love there to be like a maintenance room or something nearby that we could hop into. Maybe like one of the bays that like technician leads stand in as they service ships as they're in port or something. Your pad that you carry with you, Jules, has, is set for certain alerts, and it pings now. Yes, I checked the <laughs> alert. <laughs> Luther Wiscombe made a friend request. <laughs> One of the things you have it set for is monitoring security, and the security systems for the entire station have just been taken offline. Oh. Including all of the doors. Oh. And all of the hall cams. Oh, that's great. Oh my. I'm afraid we're in a bit of a pickle. Oh, you don't say. Heavens, what's going on? LJ, are you following Wiscom? Yeah, man. Um, just following Wiscom. Also trying to, like, access anything, any knowledge that he has of layout, best escape route, um, anything like that. Just trying to, like, what's the best way out of here kind of thing. Out of here in what way? Like off the station? Out of this, out of the situation, period. We've got to get away from the aliens. We've got to stay safe. Well, LJ's obvious way out is just to let it all go, man. Just let it go. <laughs> and then Axel will take over and LJ won't have to worry about it anymore. Doesn't matter yeah. that you're the same person. But if you want something else, you'll have to be more specific and you'll have to roll a read a bad situation. Listen, dude, I'm probably going to change a little bit. And if I forget what's going on, you need to get in touch with Jules. She's the only thing I can know that would have a little bit more insight into what's going on and how we get out of here. The the lunch lady? Yes, that's the one. And then I'm going to kind of, in my head, be like, Axel, I think you can get us there better and give up control to Axel. Okay, LJ fades away. Axel, you are following uh, Luther Wiscom. Uh, you have. Unlike other avatars, you have memory of everything that just happened. Not in context. You don't know, you don't have memories of LJ's memories, but you have memories of everything you just said and did and experienced. And you are following Luther Wiscom as Wiscom is yelling orders into his uh, radio. As he's headed down the corridor, headed for the elevators that will take you down to the central spoke to take you to the central mass of the space station. And he is uh, yelling at uh, security teams to lock the place down, to meet him at the main greenhouse. Uh, All of that is going on. Then he starts getting reports back and he starts cursing. And he turns back to you and he goes, I don't understand what's going on. The systems are shutting down all over the station, uh, everywhere. Everything's shutting down. Um, Security systems are going offline everywhere. How about the tab we brought from his office? Uh, You still have that in your hand. Right. Is it it still working? Unless you broke it, yes. I'm going to, like, scroll through and see what I can find. Also looking for a life science report, maybe, Um, like a live life science feed. If I can find that in the computer system anywhere. What the pad is showing is the same alerts that he's getting on his his personal heads-up display. Uh, it is showing things shutting down all over the uh, the station. Even life support is going towards minimal in a lot of sections. Gravity looks like it's about to be about to shut down as the uh, rings begin to slow. And the... Um, the only place that is showing full power appears to be the greenhouse at the center of everything. You follow Wiscom to the elevators, and he leaps onto one. Uh, several people are getting off in, in kind of a mad scramble to get to their uh, chambers. Some try to stop and talk to him and ask what's going on, but he pushes them aside. And um, he has been joined by a couple of security guards and 
Um, you all are now in an elevator headed down as you are looking at the life sign readings on the station. And they're not overly detailed, obviously. It's just heat presences. And you see so many in that central greenhouse. And you see so many moving outward from that central greenhouse. Oh, no. Now, there's a lot of other blips all over, but those are the ones that are really moving and and really catch your eye immediately because that's also what drew your eye uh, was the the power that is still going to that central space. And it isn't too difficult for you to do a quick check and see that all of this was was put into motion by a uh, subprogram in the system that has authorizations from Chief Scientist Dr. Jacob Chauncer. Heck that guy. Roy, so Wiscom, do you know where Chauncer is? Oh, uh, what's that, kid? Do you know where Chauncer is? He's the same place he's always at. He's at his uh, pet project pyramid thing that he built in the uh, greenhouse in uh, Greenhouse, Maine. Uh, that's where we're headed. Uh, guys, that's where we're headed. Uh, we need to get... And even as he's talking, Axel, you see the shifting of the security guards' hands uh, toward their weapons and their eyes turn toward the commander of the station uh, as they begin to draw. Uh, nope. Nope. In the port, <laughs> we cut away to the hangar bay, for a lack of a better word, even though it isn't. It's the uh, port where access to the various airlocks and uh, bays for the uh, connected ships are. Uh, only a handful of those show that there are ships connected to them. Uh, but yes, now essentially mayhem is breaking out everywhere as a solid two-thirds of the security guards turn on the other third and shoot them down. Ah! Um, all right. Uh, sensing that this is not the time to look hesitant mm-hmm. or like I don't know what's going on, I'm going to pick up my pace a little bit and uh, and start kind of striding along as if I know what's happening and be like, Jules, which one do we want? Out of the side of my mouth. Which, which one? Which... Which ship do we want? Jules, are you wanting a ship or are you wanting the central reactor? Oh, goodness. That's a great um, question. I think Jules wants the central reactor. Oh, I'm afraid the ship's going to have to come later. We have a little pit stop we have to make, and then hopefully we can make our way to a ship. What do you mean later? We're going to get off the station. Yes, that is indeed the plan. And probably for the first time, you actually notice a little hesitation with Jules. Uh, maybe she doesn't seem 100% certain about uh, some of those statements. What pit stop could possibly be more important than commandeering a ship? Oh, it's the uh, explosion part I mentioned. Uh, oh, I thought we were going to commandeer a military ship and maybe do something from a distance. Oh, that would be ideal, but I'm afraid it's, the chances of success aren't as high. The best thing for us to do is to... Uh, Sabotage the reactor. But sabotage? Ah. Jules, uh, you know the route to the central reactor, which is um, actually two levels above this one, accessed by, you know, well-guarded, uh, or usually well-guarded access points. But your, your pad is showing that those all seem to be open right now. I guess there's a silver lining. We head that direction. You head that way, Jules. Uh, do you follow, Maisie? Oh, yes. And uh, as much as possible, Maisie is trying to look like this is intentional. Like, I think that this is part of my bluffing thing. I'm trying to look like I'm meant to be here and I'm supposed to be doing this um, because hesitation is what's getting two thirds of the guards slaughtered right now. Unfortunately, it's the other two thirds doing the slaughtering. Oh, right, right, right. One third of the guards slaughtered yeah. right now. No, I'm going to, you know, keep my head up, chin tilted upwards, eyes forward. And I'm going to just stride along. You're going to throw out a Hail Hydra here and there? or Hail Hydra, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I'm, I, might stop, uh, I might stop pretending that my flamethrower is a weed killer. <laughs> <laughs> you get almost to the elevator you're going to have to take, Jules, 
uh, will take you up to the engineering uh, sector. That's when two guards step out of the elevator that is opening and say, oh, you don't get to come this way. And the other one says, just shoot them. We're shooting everybody, practically. They both start to raise their weapons, but they don't have time to shoot as oh, no! a spiked tail segmented greenish brown black in the intermittent light spears through one of them and lifts him up and then shakes him until he comes apart mm. and we'll find out what happens how next this time all <laughs> wraps up oh. on the very next and very last episode of our regular season of season 3 of the Gothic podcast. The Gothic podcast. I was trying to say it along with you, and you kept delaying. <laughs> right. Of I think he did that on purpose. The, oh, the Gothic Gothic podcast. Podcast. <laughs> the Gothic podcast. Oh dear, Amazia. I think this is the part where we run. <laughs> I am already raising my the Gothic Podcast is a humor and horror actual play podcast produced by C. Patrick Nagel, starring C. Patrick Nagel, Sharon Gallery LaFournaise, Jesse Baldwin, and Richard Southard. Season 3 of The Gothic Podcast uses rules from the Alien RPG, produced by Free League Publishing and Monster of the Week, written by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. Theme music is by Zoe Hovland and original artwork by Jared George Art. If you enjoy The Gothic Podcast, please like, rate, and review us on iTunes. Visit our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram feeds, and check out our Patreon page. Thanks! Your name is Jose Von Triers. That's me. Jose Von Triers. It's actually, listen, it's my son's ID. I borrowed it for today. Mine was in my other jumpsuit. I just, Jules just threw it in the bus like, oh, goodness. What have you done now, you criminal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, y- y- you know me. <laughs> and we go to theme music and out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the Jules and Maisie show.